Alrighty, let's dive into this one really quick. This is inspired by a few posts on the Law of Attraction by Neville Goddard Group. Come join us. Ready? That's on Facebook, by the way. Let's dive in. My neighbors suck. That's what I'm told. My neighbors suck, and their dogs keep barking. I just want their dogs to... Dot, dot, dot. Alright, that's pretty much that scenario. The other one. How do I know what I really want? I mean, I think I want this, but wow, no, no, that's not what I really want, you know. And it began with like an online business and imagining up more views, right? See, what does Neville teach? Neville t says to imagine what implies your wish fulfilled. Let's drop the word wish. Okay, let's just totally drop that. Let's drop the word imagine just for fun. I'm not saying they're bad words, by the way. Some people believe in bad words. I get a kick out of this. Ready? Don't say negatives, Mr. 20. They're bad. Subconscious doesn't process negative or bad words effectively. All right. Well, let me ask you a question, right? So according to you, I have to do what Milliken did, repetition, right? I have to do affirmations for 20 hours to my subconscious surrenders to my desire. All right. So... If I'm not using negatives or if I'm not using double to negative is like aren't twice as bad, but there could be positives. See, if I'm not doing confusing things for long hours to make my subconscious fall in line with me, well, God, it gets confusing, doesn't it? See, anytime you make it not about you, it gets confusing. See, the tools in the toolbox. We have NevilleGoddardsToolbox.com. We share the three main tools Neville taught for decades. I remember when, yeah, feeling something is a memory, right? I, I remember when she was single by imagining her married. That's what Neville taught to do. He didn't tell you, say to walk around saying, I remember when you were single. <laughs> That's just weird, right? What else did Neville teach? Revision, right? You know, as you hear them speaking, change what you hear. And it could be while someone's physically speaking to you or a memory of them speaking, change what you hear. Put something different on the wire, he says. See, revision, pretty easy, right? And finally, the whole thing with congratulatory conversations, you know? Your friends, they're happy for you. And I've had people tell me, well, I have no friends. I says, well, imagine me happy for you. Imagine me, Mr. 2020, happy for you. Having friends and having your friends happy for you. Yeah, this can be really simple, really easy, really fun. But you've got to let it become about you. Because that's all it is anyway. So, how do I imagine having no neighbors when I've got the neighbors from hell? <laughs> By the way, been there. See, when you can remember when you had neighbors from hell by imagining what? What do you want? See, I don't know if you want to live up in the mountains with nobody at all around for miles. See, that would scare some people. I live by the ocean. Well, that might scare some people, too, because, Mr. 20, see, I don't know what I want because if I'm up in the mountains, the Bigfoots might eat me. Or if I'm living by the beach, you know, that global warming thing, you know, my house might get flooded out. And then I'd die because I don't know how to swim. I just imagine drowning. See, you got to prune the vine. You want to live by the ocean? Right, you live by the ocean. Maybe you live two blocks in. Who cares? It'll be oceanfront property anyway someday. 
Imagine longevity. Why not? Some people want to get off this rock. I get a kick out of that. Right? Neville says you came here to know imagination, so know it. See, it's never a war. We've got a couple of little recordings. We've got six hours of recordings for 27 bucks. Let's call this today's special. Wargamedance.com. Go there. Wargamedance.com. That's three levels of imagining. Most people are at war. They're at war with poverty, not having sales, not having a successful business. They're at war with their neighbors. And I'm not picking on anyone, by the way. We've all been at war. We all can go to war. We just went down into lockdown here in Melbourne. <laughs> yep, another war going on. I get a kick out of the lengths that people go through. Instead of imagining health, what? They're imagining war, winning the virus, right? So what we got to do is we got to get 80% of the population to get the shot. How are we going to encourage them to comply with what we want but can't mandate? See, it's weird. But what if they make it mandatory, Mr. 20? Yeah, I've had three clients last year pretty much lose their businesses because they got stuck in that loop. Right? So think about it. You sit around and you imagine dumb shit for a couple months. That's going to crash some shit. Right? Even if you're imagining lovingly for your business, if you're imagining they're taking away my freedoms, they're going to put us in camps. <laughs> One of my lovely people, they sent me copies of the locations of the FEMA camps. Right? They were really round up about that. Instead of, like, building their business, which they claimed they were doing, they were doing all sorts of dumb shit. FEMA camps. <laughs> Executive orders from the 70s, even. Oh, my God. Meanwhile, let's bring it back home. It's always about bringing it back home. Neville talks about the state that you most commonly return to is your dwelling place. See, I kept returning to a couple dwelling places. One, being a citizen of Australia, when I was stuck in America. I kept returning to citizen of Australia whenever they put me in the interrogation box the last time I entered Australia. You see, I was coming back on a visitor visa. I'd been doing that for a year and a half. You're not supposed to. And I explained to him, look, if I broke some laws, I didn't mean to. True. But at the same time, you don't have a visa that says I met someone, fell in love, and want to build a life here. If you had that visa, I'd apply for it. But you don't. And I'm sorry. I, I used the wrong visa. I came in for a year and a half on a visitor visa. And I said, okay. Walk through that door. You know, go get married. Say, all right. See, I told him. I asked her to marry me. You know, we've, we've been in a relationship for over a year. This is how it works. Yeah, against all odds. So how do you imagine what you want when what you don't want is staring you in the face? You see, you revise the conversation as you hear it. You revise the sound of the neighbors barking dogs to crickets, if that's what you want. You revise the sound of the barking dogs to ocean waves, if that's what you want. You revise the feeling of... You click on your PayPal account and you see, hey, another day with no fucking sales. Right? What you see is a, wow, there's, see, here's the thing. Every now and then, even with a very successful business, you're going to have off days. Remember Neville shared the streetcar lesson, right? If you go to nevillegoddardquotes.com, type in one word streetcar in the search box there. 
And in the streetcar lesson, he talks about a lady who was on a streetcar and she was crying because she wasn't where she wanted to be. And then she changed something. She became an, ima- an active imaginer instead of passively letting the imagination go out of control. She experienced the salt of her tears as the salt of the ocean. She experienced the rail of the straight car as the, uh, the rail of a ship. And she felt as if she were in a faraway land. And guess what happened? Right? Boom. Money came through out of nowhere. And she was gone. Quote, unquote, her wish came true. So let's get back to the beginning. Ready? Imaginal experience leads physical experience. Here's my definition of a scene. And this is why I say you are always imagining in scenes. Don't make this hard. The scene is, a scene is how you experience what you experience. If I, if I wake up in the morning and I see there's no PayPal sales, I go, all right, let me see if everything's working. Some days it is, right? Some days it's not. Some days I go, oh, okay, they rebooted the server. Let me reboot this thing. Boom. Everything works like clockwork now. So I'm 12 hours behind in sales, eight hours behind in sales. Who cares? You see, being someone who is majorly successful online, you'll see, that's me. How do I know? See, here's what I imagine in the morning. I hear traffic. You might hear it right now. Instead of being traffic, I sit in my Ames chair instead of my driver's seat. I drink my coffee instead of 7-Eleven coffee. And I answer your questions and emails instead of talking to a boss and co-workers that I could have, that I have no interest in. Like, let's face it, if they didn't pay me, I wouldn't go there. And my scene only takes a second. I can feel the Ames chair. I'm looking forward to answering your email, your question right now in a podcast. Boom, I imagine up a kick-ass podcast and what do I get? two posts that make it happen see let your scene be quick let it be a second do what we teach and stop start dropping what everyone else says if you're having a hard time with this you ain't doing what i'm doing you ain't doing what neville taught so ready if you got gold easy manifestingmethods.com seven little videos you get one one tiny little set of videos a day for seven days they take about 10 minutes they help you get the basics, and we don't have you watch an hour straight and have you walk away going, right, this is what I do. And we want you to give you, we want to give you a little bit to digest and utilize, then come back tomorrow and move in and do and digest and utilize. See, we find little bites work. We discovered that almost a decade ago when we made up manifestingmasterycourse.com. See, manifestingmasterycourse.com takes a total of 15, 20 minutes a day of that. It's $97. It's a 90-day program. Next time you see anyone drinking a cup of coffee, let's pretend it's 7-Eleven coffee, costs a dollar. That's what ManifestingMasteryCourse.com costs a day for a 90-day program. Right? 97 bucks, 90 days. You do the math. Not much. And it changes lives because it's in small bite-sized chunks. It's what we would show you if you were staying in our cottage for 90 days. If you got a visitor visa and you came to Australia for 90 days and were living in our cottage and I only saw you for coffee in the morning, right? Hey, how's it going? Nice to see you again today, right? Here's your cool little lesson. I'll go play and change the world, right? Over a cup of coffee. (laughs) Meanwhile, I don't know. Somebody's going to say, but I don't drink coffee, Mr. 20. You shouldn't either, right? You need to buy the pearl buckwheat. And finally, 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 finally. Oh, yeah, manifestingmasterycourse.com. Go there, sign up today, or dick around for a couple of years. Some people do that. And if you got gold, share the show. 
two kinds of sharers. Sharing is caring. Number one, those who share the show. I shared something. Somebody shared this somewhere. You got gold. Why not share it? Some other people get gold. It's called everybody wins more. I love this stuff. In Forex trading, we call it compounding. Anyway, share the show. And most MM members, they send us an update every seven days. Because on day seven of ManifestingMasteryCourse.com, we say, here's our personal update. Send us yours. On day 14, hey, here's our personal update. How we got into the lessons this week. What we discovered. What's yours? And if you want to, send us something short and sweet. A couple sentences, a paragraph or two, nothing big. Helps us get to know you. Offer guidance if needed or wanted and celebrate your wins and shifts. Or you can do it all on your own. That sounds like a plan. I love the people that say that. See, Neville had a mentor. Neville had a guide. And Neville taught for decades. And for those who object, yep, Neville actually charged money. Listen to God's purpose. <laughs> he charged a lot of money. He charged way more than a buck a day. Meanwhile, that's it, gang. Have a lovely day. Join us at ManifestingMasteryCourse.com. Uh, see ya.